episode of the runner's club podcast we just we keep figuring out a way to show up every single week with more conversations about this wonderful freaking sport and i am thoroughly enjoying it yeah i mean yeah we it's never gonna get old it's 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 a theme for a reason because the theme is infinite all right welcomes back (laughs) welcome back to the runner's club podcast y'all i'm your co-host courtney phillips this is Ian and Gonzalez. We're back here with another one. Would you like me to start introducing you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. No, I think I like saying my name. You just love giving a really pregnant pause before you go, this is Ian. <laughs> really pregnant You'd be like, because, like, it's because like, I'm watching the video and I feel like, I feel like your lips are ready to, you know, say, and this is, you know, Ian and stuff like that. But then it's like, I'm, I'm waiting. Video is weird. Even though we've been doing this for like weeks on end at this point, it, it it's still like weird to catch up on those cues on, is this person about to say another thing yet? <laughs> no, they need to hear you. Hear you say you your name. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, in the words, put that out there. Yep. <laughs> We need a studio, fam. We need to get back in person. Period. With Um, cameras, you feel me? Right. Real, real, real professional. I just put a ring light around my computer screen so that (laughs) you can really see my face, okay? Because I've been taking notes from these YouTube videos. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get my best light on. With the background luminescence and shit, like it's gonna keep elevating every look. I got to get yeah, the skin popping on the screen. Meanwhile, I'm showing up looking like don't nobody love me. Okay. First of all, let's <laughs> let's get into this because not, okay. What happened? What happened to your computer? Let's just share because like that, I feel like that's in the theme. You know what I mean? And I feel like, well, do you yeah, want to share? I am. I mean, yeah, it's out there now. Um, I mean, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm recording on my phone in my AirPods today because unfortunately my laptop and computer was stolen on Sunday. So if you know who it was, let him know. Let me know. We pulling up. I mean, I listen, I'll be checking my find my the find my phone app like <laughs> every like at least catch it on uh, I-95. Gee, real quick, going real quick south. on his way to Wisconsin. Going, I was gonna say Indiana. <laughs> right, real quick, real quick, man. Somebody got it out of the car. You know, I popped in the house for like an hour, hour and a half, and somebody, you know, um, went into Karen's car and grabbed my bag out of the trunk. So, you know, that's where we are with it. You know, it was. I was like telling Courtney, like I'm not usually emotionally attached to physical objects, but I worked so hard to get those items. And those are like my Swiss army knives to all the things that are the runners club, last slap, seven on Sundays, my personal life that I didn't realize how attached I was to these. So like mm-hmm. about a day or two later, I just, I just became so overwhelmed and emotionally distraught. I just like shut down. <laughs> it's a lot, especially just really everything we have is on our electronic devices these days. I just got a new phone yesterday. 
and I and like this is the first time where I intentionally wanted to keep my current phone just for the content. Right. Like I can't get rid of this and I don't care if it's in a cloud or whatever. Like at the end of the day, like I, I need some, I need to have a backup. I need to, you know, like, and it's in perfect exactly. condition so I can turn that bitch on at any point and like airdrop what I need if necessary. Real quick. And, 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 you know, to add injury to insult, I only owe $16 left on the iPad. Damn. $16. Well, Hey, look, it puts you in a better position to get a new one. But, you know, hopefully insurance will come through and you'll end up with an even better situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been a learning. That's been a learning lesson, too, because I got options. I got business insurance. Apple Care, like, we'll give you a new iPad for $100. The MacBook, they was like, they are, they conveniently couldn't give me the uh, the replacement number over the phone. It was like, we'll send you an email for that. I was like, oh, OK. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. But we're going to be good. I, you know, it is what it is. I'm just going to be, you know, trapping off the phone for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm not, look, I'm not trying to go down a, a complete electronic rabbit hole right now. But so, so this week, someone ran like a big semi truck came through our alleyway and ran into the cable line for our internet. And completely cut off the internet for the entire building. And oh I was, God. yeah. So then I was out here on my phone, like I, cause I like, I don't, cause I have unlimited and I, so I can't just like use my Wi Fi on my phone. And so mm-hmm. we was out here just struggling. Like, what if you work from home? It's a, and you don't have internet. What is Jeez. your life? You just imagine, can't do it. Imagine since 2020, like I'm in, I'm in my store, it does not have internet. So everything is running off hotspots, cellular data, no, just everything. G, like I've been trapping off hotspots for like, like a year or two now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to honestly get one, an external one, so that I can travel with it and like go down south to the farm because my family ranch still does not have internet. Yeah, but that's not like a, an infrastructure situation, right? But, like okay, but honestly, because of where it is, because it's so rural. If even if you get internet, it's like so slow. You might as well just buy your own hotspot, but I digress. Here we are. Here we are. You know, sometimes sometimes running is not the biggest problem in our lives. <laughs> no, nope, it's not. I did uh I went I got up this morning and went to hot yoga with Kara and my friend Akuto. And that was nice. Oh. It was nice to switch it up because I, I also ran mm. this. I've I been running. Thank God. Thank but you, girl. I've also been swimming and all that. And I, and swimming, as great as it is, as, as much as people say, oh, you can't injure yourself with swimming. You can't do... Make sure you warm up your arms, your neck. Okay. <laughs> Maybe do some squats before you hop in the pool if you're really trying to get after it. Because the next day after me swimming on Monday, my neck was tight, my shoulders tight, a full arms tight, just like everywhere, my whole body. Because I started doing the, full you know, body. the kickboards. I was doing the side little situation where I was looking like a mermaid. You know what I mean? Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> look, I was really getting after it. And I, I kind of just hopped in and didn't warm up. Oh yeah, it's real. That's a full body sport right there. Yes, it's it's a whole full body up to your neck sport, down to mm. your toes sport. 
You need the you need the compression joint for the whole body. Just like put me in one of them acne tubes. Like let me. <laughs> so having hot yoga today. So I'm at hot yoga. I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be at least like, usually with hot yoga, you're sweating so much that like your clothes are just soaked. It's like you took a shower, right? But so it's already hard. But this instructor this morning was not giving anybody any type of moment of like reprieve. She just was like, oh no, where's the triangle in your leg? Straighten that front leg. What this knee needs to be straight. You're doing like, you're not doing it correctly. She came with energy. And she was not about to let anybody leave hot yoga, not fully putting their effort in. And I wasn't ready. And so it was just as much as I thought it was going to be a little bit more relaxing and more of just like a gentle sweat. It was like uncontrollable sweating. (laughs) And just, and then someone in my ear, like telling me I'm not doing it correctly at six o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, this is a little cross train recovery situation. I know hot yoga is hard. Y'all don't come for me, but like still. It's still yoga. Like, it's also early. It's also like it, early. Relax. It's also like early. I don't, I, I didn't come here for constructive criticism. Nah. <laughs> she was on me. I did do a headstand though without like grabbing oh, wow. my neck. You, I did like where your hands are just like kind of like a goalpost. Oh, that God, was the yeah, first yeah. time I did that. And so I she really, I think anything. can't push up soon. Yeah, I mean, she pushed me to a level of of, ex, of excellence today, and so I, okay. I have to, I have to thank her for that. Okay. Also, fuck people's gas. They've been quiet all morning. As soon as we hit record, they like, yo, just just tear this whole shit up. Like, just <laughs> just pull out the big joints. Let's just like they don't even make a noise. Oh, did, did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me close out my outlook. <laughs> And my slack. Um, so I know some of y'all listened to our last episode. I'm gonna need to get this mic figured out because it goes in and out. But um, I know y'all heard our last episode. Um, it was just us, and um that was great, you know what I'm saying? But this week we have some guests because we are getting in preparation, we are in preparation of the 13.1, which is on oh, yeah. Sunday. And yeah, and y'all know how we like to do it because if you were, uh, if you've been with, if you've been rocking with us and you remember the pregame and we had uh, elite athletes come speak to us, we had the Olympians doing the marathon. You know what I mean? You know like we talked to them and then they did great things. So I feel like yes. we're a really good omen for runners. Like they need to come on the podcast, get this good juju, and get then. The you know, hit the streets. So, there we go. Um, so I mean, we we gonna we gonna we gonna we're being blessed by two athletes today. We are gonna bless them right on back. You know, um, I think who we starting off with? We gonna start off with uh, we got wow. Brian. We got Brian Seaman. Okay, yeah, he, he is a paraplegic athlete. Um and Paralympian, you feel me? Yeah, Paralympian. Say that again. <laughs> Paralympian. Paralympian. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> that word fucks you up. <laughs> I said, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
His primary events are the 100 meter, 400 meter, 800 meter, and marathon. Um, he's going to do a half marathon on Sunday. So I feel like this half is like really bringing out new runners um, in a different way. Like it, these Olympian, oh, these elite athletes in a different way. Cause a lot of people, they come to Chicago for the, the marathon because that is the yeah. Chicago race. But now, since that same company, Chicago Events Management is, has now done this 13.1, they have that that pull to bring these um, elite athletes out for a half, which is interesting. Cause I wonder how many elite athletes come out for these other half marathons. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's real. And for fan to be stepping down. Cause I mean, that's a big jump between eight and 12 to the marathon. And he like, I right, let's, let's go ahead and see what this half looking like. Cause this, like, I, like, I, like they've been saying like, this course is a fast course. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's not really that hilly. You moving through it. Yeah. And my guy's from Champaign, Illinois. Nah, he's from Brooklyn, but he went to school in oh, Champaign. Yeah. It, said, it says birthplace Brooklyn, hometown Champaign, Illinois. So he probably was oh, raised. Oh, okay. Maybe he raised grew up in Champaign. We, in we it, gonna, yeah. We'll get to the bottom of that. Right. Okay. He even went to the University of Illinois. Yeah. Urban. Like, what made you leave Brooklyn to go to Urbana? Mm hmm. The champagne, and, <laughs> like early in life, yeah, like before college. <laughs> and then, um, right after him, we have Diane Nakuri. Um, she's a Burundian American professional distance runner. Um, and what what else can we say about her? She and this is our second time speaking to Diane because she was there at the pregame. Right. So that yeah, this is our second interview with her. Like, look at. Our experience right now, our resume, our CV <laughs> is really filling in. I just got to say that right our now, CV. okay? Just a little pat, pat on the back. Oh, my God. Y'all even know um, But, yeah, December 1st, she's a fellow Sag. Shout out your girl. Um, <laughs> marathoner, right? You know what I mean? She does the... She does a 5K, 2K... She's an Olympic, like she's an Olympic. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm reading this correctly. Yeah, I mean, she. I don't know if she's won a marathon. Yeah, I didn't. When I was on my research, I didn't see anything that clearly said she won one. So we need to, we need to, we need to get us some. We need to get us some medals. We need to get us some wins. Well, I'm, we we also ask her, like, hey, you know, the way your profile is set up. <laughs> right you know what i mean my girl i mean and she's also um married to a fellow elite athlete i think i mean ultimately she's a really fast runner she's really dope has a dope look her hair is always on point like she gets her like the haircuts she gets for these races are it's just insane like i mean she just got she's got a vibe to her and she's also a real estate agent um she's a mother um a mother <laughs> okay yeah. Uh, and she is you. a runner oh. for ASICs. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to these two amazing athletes coming in for the inaugural uh, Chicago 13.1. Um, just seeing, what, you know, what is this? Are they just putting their toes in the water? See how it feels? Are they going out for the kill? You know, is this a warm-up race? Is this just, I want to take everybody out? Like, what are we doing here? Like, what's what's going on? Because 
the 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 elite the elite um I don't know I guess corralled or the elite group is is constantly growing for this race is it I mean it seems yeah. like they kind of fill in last minute from our conversations with um mm-hmm. the, like the event management group um yeah, I mean it's it's going to be really interesting to see like everybody that shows up. I don't know if yeah. it's, I don't know if we can give our update yet because it's like part of the reason why this is happening is just because of I our update. You, I feel like what it's like. You go first. Like two three episodes prior to this. It's like yeah. a couple. It's not this weekend, but the by the time this episode comes out, what our update will be giving is it's in a couple of days. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, so so okay so this episode is we all listen to it right now, and then a few days after this, there will be the Chicago thirteen point one half. Yep, on and Sunday. Stuff like that. Awesome. So that means you get to hear us twice in one week. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You get to hear us right here in your ears on your training run, your little easy week, your taper week. You chilling and stuff, and then you get to hear us on stage. So and what are we doing? Name. What are we doing we, on stage? What are we doing on stage? We getting y'all prepped. We getting y'all ready at the oh. starting line. We oh, getting well, y'all hyped up. Can we wait? Wait, 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 wait. At the starting line. Okay, let's get back into that. Uh, let because we only have a, a little bit of time with Brian, so let's let him in because uh, it's our time. Is that cool? Okay, we'll so, come back. We'll come back. We'll come okay, back. We'll, here we go. Okay, we are back and we are here with Brian Brian Seaman. That's correct, right? Yes. All right. Um, thanks for joining us. First of all, um, by the time our listeners hear this, it'll co- this will come out like Thursday, Friday. The race will be Sunday, and so we're just kind of giving people a pep talk, letting people know what it is because this again, this is our first like half marathon on the west side of Chicago through you know the events management group here in Chicago who does the Chicago Marathon. So really happy to have you here. So. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. And I'm excited to, to go out and race on, on Sunday. Yeah. Awesome. I, I see. I love, I love the fact that you use the word race. Right. Because I mean, Intention. we have questions, not in a lot, not in a specific order, but since you use the word race, I am very curious. Like, are you coming to Chicago to just smash the field? Are you breaking the tape? Uh, <laughs> are you just, you just, you know, dipping your toes in the water to see what it's going to be like? Are you coming in hot? What's, what's, what's going on? You know, I, I think we're, we're coming in hot. There is um, a pretty large contingent of uh, wheelchair racers from the University of Illinois program. So I get to train with them. Um, and we, you know, initially, I, I will say initially, I kind of thought it was just going to be a nice training run, go up to Chicago, do some training. Um, and then the, the field really grew. And so it's, <laughs> it's going to be a fun race out there. I think there's, you know, there's, um, I want to say we have at least, uh, including myself, uh, three other male Paralympic athletes. Um, so we have Daniel Romanchuk and Aaron Pike as well. Um, and mm-hmm. then we have some really good up and coming younger athletes too, that are, are really, um, awesome. So it's going to be a fun, um, fast day out there. I think, I don't think any of us are going to, we, we kind of want the bragging rights to say we won. So, so we're not taking it easy on anyone. And, and Romanchuk, Romanchuk is their boss there, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh did he win boss? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. And Aaron Aaron Pike got second. So it's it's, uh yeah. So I'm I'm 
race in a stacked field. <laughs> there we go. There right. we go. Well, how often we were looking at like some of the races that you normally do and we did not see a half on there. So is this like, what's your approach to this? And I guess, have you done, have you raced a half in the past? Like how did it go? What's your approach here? Yeah. So I've done some halves. Um, I've done like New York half um, okay. and the Indy mini, um, a couple times as well. Halves aren't, um, usually, um, I, I, they've kind of grown a little bit more in terms of just, uh, sort of opportunities to compete in them. So, yeah. um, the thing that I personally like about the halves are that it's only, <laughs> it's a half marathon. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm much more of a, I'm much more of a sprinter and a track athlete that happens to do long distance racing as well. Um, mm-hmm. and so for me, what I like about the half marathon is that it gives you the opportunity. There's, there's more room for, uh, you know, attacks and, and kind of surges and things like that, because it's not as long as a race. And so, so you're able to, um, I am able to kind of use some of my strengths a little bit. Um, if I, if I'm in that pack with the men to, to make sure that, you know, we're kind of putting the hurt on each other, um, every now and then. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Cause I mean, like, uh, like we were just saying before you hopped on, you know, the conversations around this course is it's pretty fast pretty quick well that's that's actually good to know um <laughs> i haven't i'm gonna be fully honest and, and uh i haven't fully looked at the course yet I, <laughs> so, um, i'll start looking at that probably a night or two before just to see but that's good to know that it's fast because yeah. that means um we're we're all definitely gonna gonna go for it especially um with it being you know you know spring slash summer whatever we want to categorize the weather if it's going to be nice right weather, um, that's really um, kind of the the most ideal situation for for us to be out there. It's not cold and chilly like most of the other kind of fall marathons or even right. when like halves halves are. Hmm. And, and so we we tell our listeners that so you're a Paralympic athlete. Mm-hmm. Did I say that correctly? Because I stumbled yes. over that earlier. Um, <laughs> I and so we it's one of the questions that uh, you and I both have is about your wheelchair, like one who makes it and and then two like are there any like like i don't know is what 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 would you as an athlete like do you have preferences like can you tweak it like can you customize it and and like what are the limitations there yeah so that's actually a great question about the the racing wheelchair so there are a few companies um across the world that make that make racing chairs um they they vary sort of in the most standard racing chair that a lot of athletes will use is um, a racing chair that's an aluminum frame. Um, and that's okay. probably mm-hmm. the cheapest, which ranges around five to six thousand okay. um, dollars. Wow. And so now, though, there's kind of been an increase in um, either hybrid options with carbon fiber and aluminum or straight carbon fiber. Okay. Um, and those chairs can range anywhere from 10 to like, $40,000, depending on sort of the level of carbon and things like that. And so, um, I do not use one of those. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I use it. I better be like, just sitting there and join the, join the view. Right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so there's, there's a, um, a pretty wide variety, but a lot of athletes um, will use most likely just the the standard aluminum frame or some kind of hybrid frame. Um, there, yeah. So there is a couple companies. There's a, a pretty um, big company of the chair that I use. It's Carbon Bike USA, okay. um, and they make um, both. They make uh, the standard aluminum frame, and it's a really solid and well built chair, which is 
ultimately what you're kind of looking for. Um, every racing chair itself is um, completely custom to the individual. And so mm-hmm. it's not as if, um, you know, someone could just hop in my chair and just start using it because it's built specifically to my measurements and sort oh, of wow. how I like to sit. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's um, there are rules in terms of like, uh, things that you can do to the chair, but, um, for the most part, you, you can really make it custom so that it's as comfortable as possible. Um, I don't know how close any, any, uh, you know, of the other runners have ever gotten to one of the, the, um, athletes in the racing chair, but we are like crammed in there. And so you need to make that That's a, what it look like, yeah, it's like you gotta make it as like custom as possible. Cause you don't yeah. actually have a lot of space or things like that in it. Yeah. So, well, so I'm assuming that the $40,000 chair, I mean, it's like space material, but, um, or a spaceship material. Um, yeah. and it, it comes down to like lightness of like mm-hmm. how heavy the metal is specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And so okay. a lot of that, the, the higher end ones, um, typically are all carbon fiber. They've, um, done a bunch of like wind tunnel testing and stuff with it as well to make sure that you're as aerodynamic as possible. Um, There are very few people in those chairs and those are usually like sponsorships. Like, so it, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it might be uh, like Honda, for instance, has um, several sponsored Mm -hmm. athletes that use a Honda frame chair. And so um, they go through pretty rigorous sort of uh, uh, sort of testing to make sure that the chair is as as aerodynamic and and fit as possible. It's your shoe. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Very expensive shoe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, and then I, I have like a, a follow up question that is probably sounds dumb as hell, but I was uh, watching the Boston and I was like kind of like live streaming uh, uh, some commentary on the Boston and like Roman Chuck and, and Piper just, you know, just kind of moving. And then I was like, yo, like, because I didn't notice there was no like, handles on the side. I'm like, are they like moving with a armpits? Like, is this just like an <laughs> arm swing? And then I kept hearing this click and I'm like, so I Google it and I guess there's some kind of things that y'all have in your hands. Like, are you like, how does that work? Because for me, I'm like, the hand-eye coordination it would take to like throw something in a hole and push it. It's just, I, I don't, it, I couldn't wrap my mind around this. I'm like, these, these. Oh, you're these clicking it? Human. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no. So that's, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people don't know. So with wheelchair racing, um, we never actually use um, our, our hands. Like we don't grip the hand ring. Um, so the, mm-hmm. each of the wheels um, will have a, um, a different size diameter hand ring on it. And so those, those range anywhere from about like 14 inches to Daniel, I think uses 17 and a half inch hand rings because his uh, arm span is so long. Um, Mm. And so um, that's coated in either a tire or tubing material. Um, And that's purely based on preference of the, of the individual. Um, And then we actually create, um, we've created these uh, gloves that are 3d printed. Now we used to make them by hand, but now with 3d printing, we can just, quickly um, 3d print these gloves. And so those are also completely oh. custom to our hand size. Um, mm-hmm. that there's a groove pattern on the glove that helps with that coordination, but you have to learn that groove pattern before you, you start, you know, as you're, you're using the, the, um, the gloves. And so, um, what you do is, um, it's, then you put, uh, 
like rubber on those gloves as well. And so it's friction-based mm-hmm. propulsion. You're never actually grabbing the ring um, like with mm-hmm. your hands because that would actually slow you down. But so um, right. the contact between the, the glove rubber and the rubber or the tubing um, on your uh, hand ring is what actually propels you forward. And so um, it's, wow. yeah, it's- It's, it's that, traction? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I didn't so you never, <laughs> Yeah, no, so you never grab it, which is I think a lot of times- um, people think that we're just sort of grabbing and pushing it or whatever. And it's like, no, that would be the worst thing in the world to try and, uh, you know, push up some hills or anything. But, um, but yeah, so it, it gets you moving um, pretty quickly. And um, there's, there's obviously just some maintenance and things with that. You're, you're, you know, the rubber gives way and stuff. And so it's just you mm-hmm. know, taking care of that and making sure that it doesn't um, fall off in the middle of the race or something like that. Cause that, that's right. happening. So and then do you have extras? Oh. Um, you know, some of us us will travel with, um, so I, um, some of us will, will also, will carry a spare set with us on our chair. Um, -hmm. um, and that might have like sandpaper on it or some other kind of, um, sort of additional kind of friction tack. Um, so if it starts raining in the middle of the race or something Mm -hmm. like that, we're able to kind of swap out quickly, swap out our gloves, um, Mm-hmm. And and this way the, the race isn't ruined because there's been a couple times that it's just started raining in the middle of the race. And if you don't, if you don't have that, that preparation, um, if you don't have any kind of tack or like sandpaper or things like that, it's going to be really hard to get, to keep that chair moving. Cause you're just going to be slipping. Yeah. There goes right, your traction. Right, right. Interesting. Wow. I love that. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I learned a lot. That's, that's, that was... that's pretty cool. It's like, you like got Spider-Man hands for like an hour of, a, of the day. You just move it. I love that. So let's, let's, let's come back to, to race day. Like what is, what is your, um, cause I know for a, a lot of us, you know, who may be more considered recreational road runners, you know, we have our big pasta the night before the race, you know, our car load the night before the race. And then the morning of, I mean, some of us do bagels, some of us just do, the, the goose, the tabs, what is your night before and race day morning routine? Night before is, is pretty basic. I like to not, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong. I love carbs. Carbs are like pasta. <laughs> I can eat pasta all day. I used to be convinced when I first started racing, I was like, Oh, I'm working out. I get to eat pasta all the time. And then I very quickly learned that, no, I can't. Um, so for me, night before is probably something pretty basic, some salad, chicken, um, rice, uh, some other veggies, some bread as well. Again, love me some carbs. So I'll always, I will okay. always have some bread. Usually at, at some of the races as well, they have um, some kind of like dessert or whatever. I'll definitely eat a cookie um, just to, you know, gotta, gotta treat yourself. Never, yeah. never deprive yourself of something you want. Now yeah, it's like one sugar. cookie, um, not like 12, but I'll have like a cookie. Um, so, so that's like night before. Um, race morning is always black coffee first thing in the morning. I mean, I'm a big coffee drinker and so I need to have something to wake me up. Um, and usually like a banana and a piece of toast. I can't eat a whole lot in the morning. Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of, a lot of, um, other, uh, like of the wheelchair athletes, um, because of the way that we sit in our chairs, um, and we're like on our stomach, Mm -hmm. um, we're like kneeling on our stomach sort of, you, we don't, most of us don't eat like a 12 course meal that we don't do a whole lot. Well, and then we'll stick some kind of goo or, um, the mm-hmm. like chews on our chair as well to grab in case we need something, um, you know, during the race. Um, or I will, um, I use like, uh, electrolyte, uh, like in the water and just kind yeah. of 
And then I'm just starving by the end, by the end of the race. I'm like, all right, get me, well, get, get me, me out of here. Get me yeah. some food now. Uh, well, so that's of that, like, okay, first of all, back to the chair. So you must have like pockets in there to stick everything. No. So how do you're saying water? You're saying these neutral, where is it going? So we kind of just fill it in, fill in the space. So like, just kind of I'll underneath. Put, like, uh, I'll, some people will attach like a camelback or like a, like a bladder bag for like, um, like fluids yeah. on the back of their chair. Oh, I don't really drink that much. And they like run the hose through the, like through mm-hmm. the of their chair. I don't, yeah. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. Um, cause one time it, ex- someone was drafting off of me and they hit it and it exploded. Oh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So I learned to, to not do that. Yeah. Um, so I actually will, I use a smaller like, um, bag for fluids and I just kind of, um, I stick it like in between my legs, like by my feet and yeah. run the, 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 like the hose up that way. Um, and then other people will just make use of, um, just like Velcro straps and they kind of put things like with our spare tires, um, and our, our like CO2 cartridge to, to blow up the tire in case we flat. Um, they kind of just strap things on their chair that way while trying to make sure that it's not like bulky and things are just sort of dangling. We want to make sure that it's as aerodynamic as possible. I've never seen any of these things on, on anyone's chair before a spare tire, Mm -hmm. a blow up situation. I can't even, I've never, I need to pay more attention. Good at at hiding it, which is, it's good that I'm, I'm kind of glad you haven't seen it because it makes the chair still look cool. We still have all of these things. You just don't see it all because we're good at it. You guys look badass. Um, Well, I, I wanted to know, first of all, I was looking at your Instagram. love that you love dogs. Cause I just, I mean, I, and, and I'm curious, like, do you, does your family like come out to most of your races? Are you like just kind of hopping into this one? I know it looked like you grew up in Champaign. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Was- um, so, so I went to school out here in Champaign. So I'm from New Jersey originally. Um, I came out to school here back in 2008 and now I haven't left. Um, okay. So you but- live here. Yeah. So I live here oh. in Champaign. I work at the university now. Um, I have my two dogs. So my two dogs are like the highlight of my Instagram. I don't post much about myself. <laughs> I just post about my dogs. Um, but my family uh, used to come uh, pretty frequently, um, especially when I first started doing a lot of like these, these bigger races. Right. Uh, now I think they, uh, they would like to, I kind of, don't tell them about something. Like, I don't think they even know I'm doing this half marathon. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh, I'm just doing it. Um, because I think if I told them they would definitely come. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, no, uh, they do come, they'll, they'll come to the, um, some of my track stuff is a little bit easier to, to watch and spectate. Cause I have multiple races and, and those sorts of things. And so they'll try to come to some track races. Um, but the road races, I kind of tell them to, they're going to see me for five seconds as I pass down the road and, and that's it. So, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. I, can't, I can't wait to see. I was, I was like really shocked at how fast the, uh, uh, um, the races were going for Boston. And so like with this being half that time, it's gonna be crazy. a lot less early. I'm like, I'm just wondering, like, we're going to have to run to the finish line to like call your name. <laughs> yeah. Cross. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, the fr- fr- finish, the start line and the finish line are not far from each other and, you know, but, but, but we're probably going to miss you because it's going to be so quick before we let you go. Can you let us, do you have, or are you one to share your goals before race? Yeah. Um, so my goals for, for any race, I guess in general is to, to always just do your best to, to, you know, to, to be, to focus on the the preparation that I did beforehand and right. know that 
regardless of the outcome, as long as I've kind of done that work and that training beforehand, that I'm going to, I'm going to push as best as I can on that particular day. You know, sometimes you can have the best training leading up to something and it's just that one day is just, it's just, you're off. And so for me, it's focusing on the work that I did beforehand and that the, and, and the gains that I made as a result of training and that the race at the end of the day is sort of the cherry on top of, of the, the training that you've done. And so the focus on the positives that way, um, for this race specifically, my goal definitely is to get top three. Okay. Um, I, I would like to, it's going to be hard to win. I mean, I, I think everyone's yeah. going to win. That's, I, I recognize that's going to be hard with, with Daniel and Aaron there. So uh, I'm going to say top three. We're going to say that hopefully that's, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a goal for this race. Love that. I mean, you're from the state. So, you know, right. it's home turf. So we, we rooting for you, bro. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we're going to, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to say top three. We're going to make that the goal. I love that. Well, good luck. And um, we're very excited to see you out there. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, we'll see you, see you on Sunday. Amazing. All right. Peace. He was great. Brian was super freaking awesome. I could talk to that <laughs> man for a whole hour. Like I right. have so, I feel like the questions that we had, I feel like I, like going into it, I was like, oh, he'll just answer it, whatever. Now I have so many more questions. Right. Like legit, like. That was like, I, first of all, the fact that they carry so much stuff. What? They, I mean, the where water? Where? How? Nah, I just thought Where's they was the just space? like, I'm going to be out there for an hour. I don't need no water. I thought they just toughed it out. I was like, you, like they soldiers. Like, I right. <laughs> and then the traction thing? Like, yeah, the no I was wondering. thing? I was wondering, yo. I was wondering. Cause I thought it was a clip. I'm like, no, they got spy. They got like Tony Stark gloves. Like that is wow. Yeah, Honestly, I can't wait to see them up close. We need to have him come back because I have some more thoughts. Some more. I have a lot Definitely. more to ask this man. Um, also, love that he works with the youth. Um, mm-hmm. Super inspiring. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even think about the fact that Roman and Pike was going to be here. Like, it, it, like, and so when he said, when I read their names, I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what that is. But then when he said, I was like, oh, no, I know exactly who that is. Like, He said, the, top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said, top three, top three. I'm good, but, you know, the field is pretty vast, you know. Yeah, but then also, you know, he got some of his, 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 uh, his, his peoples from Urbana Popping, he can't. He can't let them young boys show him out. No, you know what I'm saying, show him up. So it's it's that's gonna be a really really good race, man. I, we got to figure out some way to be able to watch it. We streaming it from live from the stage. I know, because I'm like, how are we not? Because like we're literally gonna, okay, yeah, going back because we got some time before Deanna joins us. Let's go back to our announcement. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out yet, <laughs> we are going to be announcing the 2022 inaugural. Mm. Half marathon, Chicago mm. half marathon. Okay. Mm. An added race to the other major races in Chicago, including Shamrock, including what's the other one? Marathon. The marathon. <laughs> yes. But I thought they did another one. No, nah, it's just those two. Okay. Well, look, they got the <laughs> Shamrock, the half, and now the marathon. And the half is on the west side, like we said. It we're uh, we're calling it the emerald necklace. It's not our, we didn't coin the term. We're just 
but I don't that's think what any- they call that's what they call those three parks on that city on that side of Chicago is called the Emerald Necklace. Yes. Because this beautiful greenery. Green. We got Garfield Park, the Conservatory, Humble Park, Douglas Park, all of the boulevards just weaving through this amazing scenery. And our runners are going to enjoy it on foot as they breeze through this course. Great. I mean, it's flat. It's a nice little, I think it's it's one loop though. So it's just like a little loop-de-loop. I think it's like a, is it like an infinity or is it just the? No, nah, it's, it's not a, it's not like a perfect circle or anything, but it's not, a, it's not now a figure eight. Situation. I guess it is three parks that it goes through. Yeah. 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 Garfield, Jeff, no. Garfield. So it goes Garfield out to Humble, Humble. and then from Humble comes back through Garfield out to Douglas. Got and it. And it comes back and finishes in Garfield. Whew, it's going to be beautiful. And then post race, because like we're going to be announcing, setting everybody off, like, you know, giving all the vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Shouting out the good old sponsors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then afterwards, it's a little party situation. Well, no, no, wait, wait, wait. And then we we're also going to be at the finish we're line. Them, we're going to be at the finish yeah. line we'll calling be, y'all names as y'all cross. As you come in, you know, we'll be at the start being like, hey, and then at the end being like, you did it. Yeah. You did it. So if I know you, your government name might not be called. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call you what you I know did you. did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day. Like I feel it in my joints. Okay. It's going to be a, yeah. it's, it's going to be a gorgeous day out and there's going to be a little post party situation. Yeah. That, they got the festival in Garfield Park. Yes. And I think that goes to one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's gonna be a whole thing. It's gonna be oh. a really great day. A whole production. It's gonna be an amazing day. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. So many things are happening. It's gonna be wonderful. It's gonna be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say the podcast that we that we record after this. Well, actually, no. Whenever we do the recap, it's gonna be insane. <laughs> Let me just put it it's that gonna way. Be it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna yeah. be fun. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. But I, I, I'm loving the opportunity. I'm loving the opportunity to host at the uh, 13 Point Run. I'm loving the, the opportunity to bring some flavor. Shouts out to the announcer for the marathon and the shamrock. Like, I mean, that voice is just, I, I mean, uh, that voice is just iconic and amazing and stuff like that. But getting the opportunity to kind of like switch it up and add a different flavor to to our Chicago races and stuff like that and provide them with our energy. It's just like I'm super appreciative. I'm super appreciative to get this this opportunity for y'all running. Like same. I'm, I'm loving it. Like I get to cheer for y'all. Right. Like loudly. in in the big in the most ultimate way. Yes. Like there's yes. no larger way to cheer for the community. Yes. Than to be the announcer. Yes. Yeah, so and we shout out Grocery Run. We shout out Peace Runners. All y'all. We shout out Seven. We shout out Gumbo. Three Run Two. Three Run Two. Tortugas. We right. shout out, you know what I'm saying? Black uh, Men Run. You know what I'm saying? Like Venettos. All them. All eleven. Those Venettos. 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 I love it. You know? Everybody. Everybody. We shout we love everybody y'all. out. You need names and there's names and there's bids. Put your name on your chest out. so that we can say it right. You know, to say, say your name and not, you know what I mean? Because you're going to be going by really fast. We're also going to get names read to us. 
Like, mm-hmm. cause your bib gives your name, obviously We're, we have a stage manager that's going to help us with this. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> Professional. Um, so it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be cute. Mm. That'd be really mm. cute. So do we know who we're wearing? Like, do what's our outfit? Are we matching? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you would like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta figure out the outfit. We gotta figure out the outfit. We gotta, mm. we gotta cut. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm. I, I think that's a good question. I want to. I want to be. You know, running appropriate, but also like announcer like runner meets announcer right right you know i love it i love it i love it i love it i'm i I gotta i gotta find me like a skill a silk a silk louis scarf or something knock away on my head louis scarf you know what i'm saying like i need something you feel me Oh, okay. So as this, um, as we are about to invite in Diane, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with her. All right. Okay. We're back and we have Diane Nakuri. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Amazing. Go ahead, Ian. Wait, I, no, I, your not. mouth looked like you was about to say something, so that you know what I mean. <laughs> I, unless I you want me to get this started, I can go because I because you know I love to talk. Yeah, so go right on in. <laughs> go. I'm excited. I'm excited to see to, uh, Diane again. Uh, like we said before, we hopped on. Like we spoke to her um, in a group setting at the at the pregame. Yeah. Uh, last year, so really excited to have this one-on-one with you again, and to have you back here in Chicago for a half marathon right here. I mean, if if I have to start it, it will probably be with the same question we just asked Brian. Like, is this is this a training race? Is this a warm up? Yeah, you just seeing what it's like to do this here, or are you coming guns blazing? Like, are you coming in hot? Are you trying to take the tape? Okay. Ooh, uh, good question. Um, actually, it's kind of like a training run. Um, but it just depends. If I feel good, I would definitely go for it. But I do want to come and run with uh the community of Chicago and uh hopefully run with you guys. But the race is so I think it's just more being more involved in the community and yeah. Um, Kind of, I mean, it's kind of nice for us. I mean, we always want to run and win, but obviously it's like also nice to connect with the community and um, encouraging just other people to run and just have fun. Yeah. Well, um, we'll be announcing, so we'll be able to see you off and we're very excited. Um, we just spoke to a Paralympic athlete, uh, Brian Seaman, and he was amazing. And so, um, and I was actually... So at the last marathon, not this, yeah, last marathon, I was at the start line and I saw you there as well. And I'm a big fan. I was like, the whole time I was like, does she see me? Does she recognize me? Does she remember that I interviewed her? Like, uh, but I was like right there. I was right there, like fangirling. And I saw your haircut and it was like giving, it was giving speed. And so I'm wondering, like, are you doing something like this for this? Are you just kind of popping up, just like doing whatever? What What's going on? Um, well, 
first of all, thank you. Yes. <laughs> it means a lot. Um, yeah, so I actually kind of have it as like a routine to get a haircut before the race. Like I always feel, you know how it is. It's like going to get your hair done or, um, you know, it's kind of like a routine for me. So I always shave the sides. Um, yes. And I, especially when it's hot, you know how hard it is to have a lot of hair when, when it's hot out. So it's always like, I just always feel good. I always feel ready to go. And it doesn't matter how, the speed I'm going to, you know, choose to go on this, is it next weekend? So um, I'm definitely going to be uh, shaving the sides and kind of similar to Chicago. Yes, I love it. It's, it's like, a because for anyone who has not seen Diane's haircut, like, it's like a it's like a mohawk with the sh- side shaved, but then it's like it's but it's cuter. Like you give it, it's more than a mohawk. It's 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 vibes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. It's a faux hawk, okay? Get it a right. Faux hawk. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she said, girl. <laughs> Vocabulary. <laughs> okay, it's okay. I'm loving that, yo. I, it, you know what? I mean, you know, look good, feel good, better has always been my motto. You know, and a nice outfit, fresh haircut, gets me right. It's just important as whatever my morning routine is, whatever, whatever um, I'm eating the night before and stuff like that. It just feels amazing. Um, and I know, Diane, you're also a parent. I am currently parenting. Our, um, our bi-weekly guest has just popped into the room, my four-year-old, August. So <laughs> <laughs> He'll pop in sometimes. Yes. <laughs> what questions? See, I don't actually... Did you say I was a parent? I, I didn't get oh, that. Are you not... I, wait, so I've seen... We've seen kids on your Instagram. Do you have kids? No, I don't. Those are my nieces. Oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> I okay. pretend like they're mine. Okay, because you fooled me. I was like, oh, she's a mother too. You know what I mean? Right. She got kids. She out here doing everything. She's, you know, I mean, either way. I I, I love them, but I get to hand them back. So it's kind of (laughs) nice. Super auntie duty. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Some of us do that very well. Um, So what is your, what? so like going into this half, like do you race a lot of halves? Like, is this common? Okay. Yeah, normally I actually do. But in the last few years, I haven't done a lot of halves. Um, but yeah. half marathons are actually my favorite. Mm. But this feels kind of like a last minute thing. Um, but yeah, but I do enjoy the half marathon. It's not quite as long as a marathon. It's actually a lot more fun. You can have fun with it. Versus marathon, sometimes things go wrong. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. just a long day. So, right. yeah. So, and when you, when you show up and you're in the field, that, that elite field, do you have, do you have friends? Do you like chop it up with your friends? Uh, like who are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, in Chicago, I saw a few names. Uh, a lot of them, I don't, I don't think we're friends, but a lot of times, honestly, I feel like every race I go to, we always kind of either warm up together or cool down together and we become friends. And I mean, I've been doing this for over 10 years professionally. So it's like, I met a lot of people. So, I mean, we are friends before and after, but during is just kind of more like racing. And, and if we, we know if, if you, a lot of times, if you in the middle of the race and you see another fellow runner and either they're doing well or struggling, somebody you run with them and we encourage each other. So, I mean, Mm. it is a healthy competition. Yeah. 
I didn't, I would have never thought that you guys help each other out when you're in mid race. Well, I mean, it's, it's more like, you know, if we, you know, we happen to be with next to each other, like, you know, each other, like next to each other, like, I mean, what can you do? As long as, long as uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm doing my best, you're doing your best. Like, I mean, we are wanting to push each other. I'm not like right. waiting. Right. But. No, of course not. <laughs> but you're like, I happen to be here. Okay, come on. Let's go. You got <laughs> it. <Isn't laughs> come on. Yeah. It's nice to see a fellow competitor. And especially when you know each other, it's it just, I don't know. Sometimes it just like, gives you extra energy and it's just nice to see familiar faces. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, uh, for a lot of us in the running community, a lot of these races that we go to, um, a lot of our running clubs are running with us. So um, sometimes we're starting in the same corral. Sometimes we're different. Sometimes you get passed up by somebody, you know, somebody, sometimes you're passing somebody that you know, but just seeing them at whatever point during the race is like, oh my God, we're here together. Right. You know, and it just yeah. gives you that extra boost, that extra kick. So I, I can definitely understand that feeling. Uh, it's probably even more so in, in the elite corral, so. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's nice, be, like, some of these races, and I've seen you guys as, you know, you have, I'm sure you have a running club in uh, Chicago and some clubs in New York, especially like the, you know, you know, when you see like minorities running, like, at least for me, I'm not really used to see it here. So it's always kind of nice. Either mm-hmm. you pass them or right before the race and you see everybody just being excited to compete and then just to have fun is really nice. I'm just kind of hoping that more people get involved and um yeah it would just be more like inclusive and fun and uh it's just nice to see like it's nice to see also your people taking you know time to take care of themselves and become healthy and it's not just running you can walk but as long as you're just part of community of the community and participating it is nice to see and um, i love being able to see more people you know, joining the running club and starting all these road races as well. Because, I mean, if all the people can do it, why can, you know, all of you guys do it? Why can all, why can we all participate? So, you know. Well, I love that you mentioned just like general health and how it is an approachable sport, <clears throat> excuse me, for so many people. And that's what Ian and I do because we, we actually do each have our own run club. Um, and we do community runs every week. And Ian even has a running store, like cor- runs, running corner store, the uh, last lap corner store. And, <laughs> and so it, it's, um, and, and so it's like that we live and breathe that, that sentiment of like looking after our community and caring about their longevity, their health, their wellness. And that's also why we started this podcast because it's like, now let's like, give them something to listen to as they're running or like, you know, help them learn or hear from other experienced runners so that they can continue to be inspired. And so I'm I'm really appreciative of you just mentioning that because as an elite athlete, I think sometimes the assumption is that like, you're just here to run and you're fast and you're cool and like, that's it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy like to me and to my fellow elite runners because we think that being an average runner is even more like, you know, impressive because like you go and work from like nine to five or whatever you're doing, but like you don't really have a full 
the whole food day to train and you're still out there like 4 a.m. out there running. So if you're listening to this podcast and and you're running and um, yeah, I just I'm encouraging you to just keep going and um, encourage your friends. Um, and the bigger group you have, the more fun it is to run. So, yeah, good job. Amazing. Do, how I do love you that, I love. go ahead? No, I was gonna say, um, I, I love, I love that you mentioned kind of not uh, with a lot of us, you know, non-professional runners and stuff like that. But we, I could, we kind of both noticed um, when we was doing a little bit of research for the interview that you had a real estate agent on your bio and on Instagram. So yes. you're also, you know, have a job as long as your professional running career, like. Um, when did you start doing real estate? Is this something recent? I don't remember it being up there at the marathon. See, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I just got my license in January. So I started the beginning of this year. And I mean, running is still my full-time job. And of course, real estate is my full-time, but it's really hard to kind of juggle both. And that's why I really do have more respect for people that have uh, two jobs, even one job mm-hmm. and trying to run as well. Like it's good. It's a good balance. But um, yeah, I would say so far so good. I'm like just trying to network and Hopefully I'll be networking in Chicago. So if you know anybody who wants to move the flag or even somebody wants to buy a house in Chicago, I can be real estate agents. That's also part of the job. So I'm like just looking forward to doing something different besides running. I've been doing it for a really long time, but I also want to learn to do other things and learn other people and be part of the community as well. That's beautiful. Um, Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I'm excited. Now, I have so many questions. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. So I, I'm, I'm also just a little bit curious about being a professional runner and stuff. Like, is how do I ask this? I, I couldn't figure out how to ask this. So, um, how how are you? How are you able to live being a professional runner? Is is there a way where you could do this professionally? Live off running? kind of go is that kind of like something that most professional runners are able to have kind of like some you know decent quality of living just by running or is there like a few people at the top who have the sponsorships and just gets most of the money and stuff like that like how does professional running play out as far as play goes yeah that's a good question see i it just depends it's all it depends on individuals but like for me i uh, graduated from the University of Iowa in 2008, and then I went for three years without like a sponsorship. And then once I got a, a sponsorship with ASICS in 2011, I just being able to have a contract with ASICS, um, clothes and everything that I need, bonuses, um, uh, time bonuses, place bonuses, and we do make money when we like at half marathon in Chicago and we do get appearance money. So for me, I've been able to leave off running, just running in the last uh, 11 years, but I'm fortunate enough to have the contract with ASICs. Whereas a lot of people, it is hard to make living, but I think also depends on how you are with the money too. Like if you're smart with the money, and um, you're, you know, competitive and you're consistent throughout the years, of course you can make, a good living. I mean, I've been able to do it and I'm not the fastest runner out there, but I think it's just choosing the right races thing in life. Like, you know, you could have the best job, but also if you don't know how to 
control your money and your spending and all that. But for me, I've been able to choose really the right races. Um, I mean, going to like New York in the last 10 years, that's pretty much mm-hmm. what I, I would say I made most of my money. And then Chicago, I've done Chicago three times. They've been really good to me. And just being able to even come back for the you know next weekend, that's also an opportunity mm-hmm. to make, make money and um, just being part of the community. It's not about going to run and break the world records and make money. Like, yeah. of course, the people who are doing that are making a lot more money, but you could definitely make a living off of just also being a good person because if you're not a good person, then I'm not going to invite you back. Right. You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It seems like there's, you know, you know, just with any professional sports, there's just a level of, of, of business to it and having that level of, of business documents on top of also performance because sports is performance based. So that's kind of what I kind of picked yeah. up. And that's, that's pretty cool to know. Where are you based? Yes. Are you in the United States? I'm yeah, I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona. Okay, so I heard you say Flagstaff earlier, just a little bit ago. So do you run up and down the Grand Canyon? Oh, no. Because <laughs> I actually I was, haven't done that yet. Okay, and y'all see, you're laughing at y'all, y'all are laughing at me. But I actually, so I was at Flagstaff for like the last meet, like when there was like a, it was like with the Olympic trials or something like that, I think was based there or something. And I, I was going with my partner and we were going down uh, the Grand Canyon and then coming back up. And there was a runner who was, who was finished with their, finished with their workout. And it was like five o'clock in the morning already. And I'm just curious as to like, when you're out in, in like in Flagstaff, like, that you're there's so many opportunities to get in elevation and like like the workout opportunity is so much different so i guess i'm just curious if you really take advantage of like the surrounding area in that way to for your training or do you kind of go somewhere else for training um i do so we are about an hour from the grand canyon i think some of the 100 milers 50 milers are usually run a lot in the grand canyon but I've had friends who run 5K, 10K that just go down the Green King. And I think it's like 17 miles, like on, like if you go down and back up. I, um, I haven't really done that, but where we leave, it's like 7,000 feet. And then you can get up to the the highest mountain is like uh, almost 13,000. So I've done that a couple of times. It just really depends on training, but I do take a like, you know, advantage of like the trails and different roads. We have so many places to run that like you could, you don't have to run the same spot for even a month or two. You can just go to different roads, different trails. Like I leave about a half mile from a trail. You just kind of like, it's in the woods mm-hmm. and it's right next to the road. So so many options. So I do take advantage of this beautiful place to train where you can go to different mountains. And, or you can just stay here at 7,000 or you can drive down to Sedona, which is 4,000 feet. So you can go lower within 30, 45 minutes. So yeah, we do have a lot mm. of options. Major. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Love it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're asking, so we wanted to know also, like, what is your uh, pre-race night, like uh, routine before, night before, and then morning of? Um. My pre-rest routine, I keep it pretty simple. Um, a night before I would eat like, I don't know, I would say I guess basic food like rice or pasta, um, chicken or beef. It doesn't really matter. I'm like, and some vegetables. And in the morning I would have oatmeal or toast 
banana, coffee, uh, lots of water and electrolytes and stuff. So I just keep it simple because I do everything that I do at home because I don't really want to change for the day a night before or the day of the race. So I keep it simple, just the food that is going to be easy on my, on my stomach. But I know a lot of people that eat pancakes. I don't really digest from mm-hmm. pancakes. So we're like, eggs. I don't do that in the morning. <laughs> so everybody's different. But I think the, 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 the more, like, if you keep it simple, just things are just going to be easier. You don't want to be running with your right. stomach or like stomach that is hurting yourself. Right. I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I, okay. Well, I mean, other than that, how do you recover? So like your post half, what do you do immediately? And then what do you do? Like when you get back home and do you have another race that's coming up soon that like, you know, would change any of this? Yeah, I do actually have a race the following weekend in New York that I, uh, commit to before the Chicago one. So that's why I'm not really going to race it too hard because then I have to recover with, I have to race in the next six days. Um, I'll probably just like get a lot of electrolytes right after the race. Cause I'm guessing Chicago is a little bit hot right now. Um, yeah, so it's I'm gonna be humid. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. humid. And where I live is pretty dry. So that always makes a huge difference. It's pretty hot here, but it's not, Dry heat is totally different from the humidity. So I try to try to recover and um, take in some fluids, um, eat well, and just kind of enjoy the, you know, Chicago eat food. I don't really focus too much on always like recovering. Like I just do what I can, which is always drinking a lot of water, eat well. And um, I think a lot of people too, like put too much I don't know, thoughts into like, what do I need to do? And if you're always thinking like, oh, I need to recover, I need to recover all the time, then mentally you don't recover. So I just try mm. to have a balance with everything that I do and um, just do everything I can to go into my next race, like more relaxed and happy. And that way I just run fast. You're so chill. You don't have a masseuse or nothing. You don't get a massage. You don't have somebody, you know, oh, stretching do, you out. I don't get a massage when I, Right. <laughs> no, I have to, I'm on my own. <laughs> but I do, I do get, I don't, I do go see my chiropractor, my physio when I can, my massage therapist. But a lot of times, like if I'm traveling, I don't always get that. So I have also be able to be okay with not having everything that I'm used mm-hmm. to having. Because in life, you have to be flexible too. You can't just be like, I have to have my massage therapist. I have to have this all the time. You can't be a diva. You just have to be open-minded because, I mean, you can't have everything. So you just got to go with whatever you can at that point. And Because then if you're overthinking and it messes with your head, kind of start thinking, oh, if I don't get this, I'm not going to run well. So for me, I've been able to just do this, being open-minded and then like relax about it. And that's how you have a long career. I mean, I'm 37, almost 38, and I still love what I do, so. Mm. I love that. I love that. It's just this this conversation is giving me like uh uh Kuna Matata vibes, <laughs> right. you know, like just like, mad chill, like hey, it's whatever, you know. I have to show like, up, you know what I mean? <laughs> my hair's do. done. As long as my hair is 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 freshly right. buzzed, I'm good. <laughs> that is, Which that doesn't has, take much. Right. <laughs> that has been the most like serious thing that you said this entire 30 minutes like no i need to have my hair done everything right. else is just like 
whatever, you know, I'll be there. We'll do things. <laughs> but it should, it should be simple though. Running is that simple. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I have to, it. you know, you have to concentrate and everything, but like, it doesn't really matter whether you're going in like looking like angry and are uh, you I have to run this time. That's not how it works. Like the more relaxed you go in, of course I get nervous. I'm not gonna see and say, Oh, I don't really care. Because then if I if I say I don't care, I wouldn't be able to make it this as like a career right. and have a long like, you know, been running for so long. But like also to have it like it's like any other job. If you really enjoy what you do, it's just then it is fun. You you look forward to right. seeing people that you've known for years, like uh, meeting new people. And um, I don't know, like I mean, obviously we know life is too short. Why even stress when I don't have to? I get to come to Chicago yeah. and enjoy the you know the city, the food, running, and everything. Why should I complain? <laughs> you like deep dish, right? Right. Do you like deep dish pizza? Do I? Chicago, do you like Chicago's deep uh, dish I pizza? Do. What's your favorite thing? <laughs> uh, well, when I come to Chicago, I definitely always have to uh, get the pizza, at least one or two. But I feel like my stomach is not really used to all that cheese. So I have to have one, at least one slice. <laughs> one slice, <laughs> half a slice. Um, but I do love sushi. Yeah, I love sushi. Mm. So if you know Ooh. any sushi places, I do also look for uh, African food. Any mm-hmm. East African or West. So that's always because it just makes me think of home and I love African food. So, yeah. Awesome. Actually, seven on Sundays, they, they're not open in the morning because we run at like 7 a.m. on Sundays. Usually open like in the evenings, but we meet in front of an African cuisine store. I'm just not, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what region, uh, but it's called Yasa. It's on 35th and uh, King Drive. So, Ooh, if, I looked at my other thing. I think it's from Senegal. I could be wrong, but I was looking them up. That might be exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know Chicago more than you do. What's wrong? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guys, get it together. (laughs) Right. Listen, we had it. We had it at our uh, at our meeting um, where my my store is located in like uh, um, in like a shipping container, and there's a community of other black owned businesses there, and we just had like one of our just one of our uh, monthly meetings and we had Yasekated the meeting and everything and OMG. Like I literally it's took exactly. a fan home of leftovers. It was so good. Oh, we have to go there. Uh, I'm coming there with uh Abdi and my partner. So maybe we just look for it and go eat there. Yeah. He also likes okay. African food. So and um, um are you oh, go ahead. You go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to ask you. <laughs> but let me host the show. Let me do that. I'm just kidding. Um, I was going to ask if you guys all from, um, you're from Chicago or? I am not. I'm actually from, Minis- from- I, I'm from Minnesota. Um, so even further north. Okay. Um, and But I've been in uh, Chicago for about uh, six and a half, seven years. Mm-hmm. I personally am born and raised here. This is my favorite place in the whole wide world. Southside all day. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. So. And, well, I, and I love it. That's nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am very biased. There is no yeah. place greater. I love it. I love running on the South Side. Love being here. Um, I love my deep dish pizza, but it, it's really, it's really the thin crust cut in squares for me. 
that's really the truth. Chicago, you know, um, um, uh, what is it called? Um, tavern style pizza. That's really what it is right here in this city. Um, Italian Fiesta is my favorite place to go. I know there are some places on the north side where people talk very highly about, but I love my my southeast side yeah. Italian Fiesta stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, that that's really that's good. <laughs> and like, you love the winters. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. I not once mentioned about the winter, but if you love the winters in Chicago, good for you. Right. Yo, listen, like I love me some solid winter running. Like, yeah, it's actually really amazing. Sometimes, I mean, I running. I would say running in the winter is one of the best ways to like grow an appreciation for running or for for winter i would say because it's yeah. like you're not overheating because then once you come into the summer within the midwest like you, like you said it's humid here it's not a dry heat so it's a yeah. whole different experience yeah. it's a lot yeah it's true and you roll in the summer with the summer body because you've been working so hard in the winter i do Period. i mean i lived in iowa for eight years and oh, yeah. the oh. winter is there very similar to Chicago. So, but I mean, I do, it doesn't make you appreciate running and respect the runners, but I think being in Arizona now, it's like, I'll never go back. Yeah, well, I can imagine. The hardest part about <laughs> running in the winter is just that you're always running at nighttime. Like I very rarely run during suntime hours in the wintertime. And that stresses me out. It's yeah. so hard to get up in my morning run. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, one last question I have for you before we let you go, just to respect your time is so, and, and because we're talking about food now, I'm curious because you're from uh, Burundi, correct? Yeah. And so yep. one day when I visit, what should I, what is something that I should be looking forward to eat? Kebabs. I don't know if you eat meat. We eat a lot of uh, kebabs. I'm gonna eat meat when I go. I'm I'm cur- I'm I'm a vegan, but I'll, I'm flexible when it comes to traveling and doing trying new things. Because at the end of the day, eating the food is important to me. So okay, yeah, kebabs. Well, kebabs. Uh, we have a lot of. We do have fish. Um, we have a lake right, right in the capital city, so we do have uh, really good fish, fresh fish. We have a lot of vegetable. But uh, you know. If you are a vegan, a vegetarian, we do have a lot of options. We do have a lot of um, plantains. We do have a lot of potatoes. We have a lot of peas. I mean, we grow everything um, there. So, I mean, you would enjoy this organic food. You enjoy a lot of like snacks, a lot of, you know, drinks. We have a lot of Fantas. We have a lot of beers. We brew our own beers and have um, moonshine. Maybe don't try that. <laughs> it sounds like heaven. Like honestly, it's it like really runner's does. heaven right there. You yeah. said beer and Ian's ears yeah. went, huh? <laughs> you had this. You well, had, make sure you had if me you a go there. Plant thing. Yeah, if you go there, make sure. Uh, let me know. Make sure, like, if I, if I can be there and I can just show you around. I do actually have a race that I'm gonna put up next year in my village. Around December. Yeah, around December. So if you guys uh, want to come, more than welcome. You can cover the race and I can show you around. I can make sure you guys are safe and get you all the food and drinks that you need. And you enjoy running because running there is also beautiful. And, well, I was looking and I'm, I know we're over time, but I saw that you run that same race. Is it the same race that you run every year in Burundi? 
or that you try to get back to? See, I did it for two years. Okay. Yes. Yes. What's yeah. the distance? So that's the one, and it's a ten k. It's a, it's a mix of cross country because it's in the village. And it's actually at seven thousand feet. So before you go there, you might want to think about coming to Flagstaff for altitude training, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you can go there already. So it is, you can run it. It's just basically to support the the, the, the girls and the guys from my village because it's really hard for them. It was hard for me to start running. And I just mm-hmm. got lucky. I had somebody who kind of supported me when I was like younger. Otherwise, I wouldn't really be what I am today. So I do want to try to do the same thing, encourage the girls in my village, especially girls to run um, and not necessarily to make money off of running but just being able to like have that independence and running and just building like confidence as a woman and I just want to do a lot of things for the girls in my village and just giving back and show them you can do whatever you want to do it doesn't have to be running it could be going to school I want to be able to raise money and help them help those that can't afford to buy books and uniform and just through running and just show them that like everything is possible Oh my gosh, I gotta go. I'm, I'm. I'll let you know when I'm on my way. Right, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm, I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sounds lovely. Thank you. Well, thank you, Diane. I, I've enjoyed the conversation so much. I feel really good, really relaxed for the rest of my day. I'm ready to start my day now. Um, we'll be so excited, you. Um, come June 5th, come that Sunday and get to shout you out while on stage and get to shout your name while you crossing the finish line. It's, it's a pleasure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking excited. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I'll see you guys. If you do any shakeouts, I think we're supposed to do some runs a couple of days before. So hopefully you guys can join. I don't know exactly. Um, who is organizing it? But yeah, like love to meet all of you and do some like shakeouts and run and stuff. Love that. Let's go. Let's do it. Love and energy. We'll see you on, on the course all right. out there. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. You guys have a good day. You too. <laughs> her her right. calm. Her calm energy. Like halfway through this conversation, I was like, I need, we need to be friends. Like I need, to, <laughs> I need to figure this out. Kids. I right, need, hey. We need to be friends. I think I have a friend crush. There we um, go. But Ooh, going out to Burundi, Burundi oh and then running a 10 K in support of kids having access to running and mm-hmm. providing them uh, supplies for school at, mm, Figure this out. Sounding like a little bit of a trip. Mm. Mm. It definitely does. Definitely does. Switching my focus. Let's go. I'm loving it. What is really, really possible? Okay. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm. I'm, I mean, speaking to these two athletes, God has me like even more ready for the race and ready to see what the rest of the field does, and you know who else is coming in here. You know. To just, you know, take that tape, blow it out of the park. I mean, I want a stellar performance for our first inaugural uh, 13.1. So, you know, we're right down the west side. Like, I, I want, it's, it's, I don't even know. I'm kind of like, 
out of words at this point. Like I just want it to happen now. I know. I think, you know, it, yeah. Let me, let me get an outfit first. Let me get an outfit. Let me get my shit together. I know I got shoes. I got to figure out the rest of it. Yeah. I'm like, do I wear running shoes or do I wear like dunks? Do I wear, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing running shoes or I'm doing my, uh, my sandals. I might have my toes. I might get a man. Not the sandals. <laughs> get them yeah, nails buffed. You feel me? You know what I mean? Sparkling. Q-feet. q for the yeah. 13.1. Yeah, you and you really me? need a good outfit. So get that together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure that out. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I don't even know if you want to uh, match me. You know, this ain't about, you know what I mean? Like, we can, we can Listen, coordinate. Let's I, I'm coordinate. Gonna I'm going to look good on stage. Yep. I'm going to look good on stage. I'm going to be fly. You're going to you know be very fly. We're gonna, we're gonna be properly prepared for all things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, if, if if you're hearing this and and you're not running the race on Sunday, I hope that this has inspired you to show up and support the runners who are showing up to put in the miles. Um, you can you can always spectate. You can always yeah. cheer runners on. That is something that is for free. It's honestly something you could bring your family and friends to and be like, hey, let's go check out this race. You know, it's so it's so much fun. And then afterwards, you could check out like the little, you know, the, the after party, like we said before. But like that's some of the best parts of this experience is is like are the people who are cheering the runners on. Yeah. Yep. Feel free to join us at the screen tunnel. You yeah. know, we'll be at the uh, at a mile and a half uh, checkpoint and stuff. Come cheer. Come Hang out well, with seven on we Sunday. won't be Double there. Seven on Sundays and Gumbo Fit will be there. Yes. Pull up, share the runners moving past, and then, you know, come share them on if they cross the finish line. Come vibe out in the festival area. You yeah. know, we'll have we'll, we'll have a good time afterwards, and then we'll see where the rest of the day goes. But it's like running the race is definitely an experience, but the fulfillment you get from cheering these runners on and giving them your energy and receiving their energy is is a close second. I mean, oh my God, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm happy I'm not running Chicago anymore. Like, I just get the cheer. Yeah, honestly. So. Maybe we'll see. Everyone can participate, basically. Yeah. I might have to do a sub four in, in Chicago, so we'll see. You try and do a sub four? Yeah, some Same. Point. Yeah. No, I, I like, you know, yeah. No, good 3.30. Good 3.30. <laughs> I, I know, and I got right? into Boston. So ideally, that ideally sub 3.30. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make some big leaps. Leaps <laughs> and hops in my PR. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, so now y'all know what it is. We are the official host for the Chicago 13.1. We have some amazing, we just have some amazing guests. Talking to the athletes on the regular. On the regular. Me? This it's is what nothing. we're doing now. It's nothing. This is where we are. You know what I'm saying? It's we see we see some of the other bigger run uh podcasts just know we coming. You know what I'm saying? We're like, here. You feel me? With all due we respect. Showed we're showing over. up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh wait a minute, wait a minute. Um booking details and um and then link in the bio, you know? You know what I mean? You know where to find us? You know where to find us. <laughs> okay all right okay all right we gotta get up on the dick 
Y'all have a good day. Y'all enjoy. <laughs> enjoy the rest of this week and to the people, to the runners who's running this Sunday. Yo, rest up. It's a type of week. Kick your feet up. Enjoy. Balance out these meals. And we'll see you Sunday. We'll see you Sunday. Send us names and bibs, yo. Like, I need, I want people I'm looking for. Names to call out. I want to shout out, you know, all my people from the city. So, let us know. Period. Bye. Peace.